Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. My name is Allison Graves, and welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode was released on March 16th. On this show, we'll talk to experts and reporters, share the facts behind the spread of the virus, and discuss what could happen next. Our aim is to answer your questions and counter the spread of misinformation about coronavirus and the disease it causes, COVID-19. Today's episode, Coronavirus and Voting. In the wake of the World Health Organization officially declaring coronavirus a pandemic, a slew of events across Tampa Bay have been canceled or postponed amid travel restrictions and increasing health warnings. Here's a short list. March Madness in Tampa won't happen at all. The National Hockey League will take a break. Major League Baseball's spring training was suspended and opening day was pushed back. The NBA has suspended their season, and some schools in the Tampa Bay area closed before the start of spring break, which started this week for schools in Pinellas, Hillsborough, and Pasco counties. But one thing that hasn't been canceled is Tuesday's Democratic presidential primary in Florida. Coming into Tuesday, former Vice President Joe Biden leads Bernie Sanders by 156 delegates, and Biden has a sizable lead in Florida polls. A number of factors could affect voter turnout on Tuesday, including more people choosing to vote early and use mail ballots. As of Friday afternoon, approximately 12 to 17 percent of registered voters in the Tampa Bay area had either voted early or mailed in their ballot. Floridians can continue to pick up mail-in ballots in person and return them by primary night, but early voting has ended. Another factor that will affect turnout is, of course, coronavirus. So today we're going to talk to the supervisor of elections in Pasco County, Brian Corley, about what is being done to prepare for the election. So let's jump right into it. How do you think coronavirus will affect turnout on Tuesday? Well, it's undeniable it's going to impact turnout, um, and quite honestly, rightfully so. Um, obviously, the, the health and safety of our citizens and our voters you know, is paramount before anything else. Uh, we're, we're definitely, you know, we're... we're getting calls from uh, voters who are concerned. And so um, it, it's, it, it's, I'm pretty comfortable saying it's definitely going to impact turnout, unfortunately. So what are voters uh, concerned about when they call you? Just, you know, the exposure. And, uh, and, you know, we're hearing from our poll workers who are calling on behalf of, say, their friends and neighbors or relatives, um, you know, asking, you know, what type of precautions be in place. And, you know, um, 
you know, options, if you will. Um, and so just, you know, just, just kind of like, you know, elections are no different than, than society, mm-hmm. um, you know, concerned about being a crowd and basically concerned about being exposed. And of course, you know, their, their, their own personal safety and that of their loved ones, which is beyond reasonable uh, and certainly appropriate. So what measures are being taken to protect voters at the ballot box? So obviously we uh, vote by mail. Uh, the deadline to have a ballot uh, mailed uh, was last Saturday, so that's passed. However, if a voter is uncomfortable about going to Election Day polling place, they can come to one of our offices and they can actually uh, get what's called referred to as a carryout vote by mail ballot. We'll, we'll, we'll print it up for you and give you the materials right there on the spot. Uh, or if you're uncomfortable, if you're not feeling well, you can, you can also uh, designate someone to come pick it up for you and complete an affidavit so you can get a ballot that way. Um, if you are showing up, on Tuesday for election day, we have deployed, um, hand sanitizers, uh, mm-hmm. and effective wipes to every one of our polling places. As my colleagues have around the state, we're encouraging voters that they want to use their own pen. For example, instead of the pens we provide, we ordinarily provide what are called secrecy sleeves, which kind of look like, like large plastic menus. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not, uh, we're not just automatically giving those out to every voter as we have. And here's why, obviously a secret ballot is very important. However, it's just one contest and our, our tabulators at the polling places can read any which orientation. doesn't matter. So we're, we're telling the voters, you know, it's optional. If they really want to succeed, we'll give them one, but uh, we would caution against it because we can give you the ballot. You can put it in the secrecy uh, over in the press week rather, and just simply flip it over uh, and put it in the machine. And so it's still a secret ballot. And that way you're not handling, you know, secrecy. And of course, all our, all our uh, polling places will be uh, wiped down uh, you know, throughout the day, doorknobs, et cetera. And we're also, we're following CDC guidelines of just, you know, a, a good friend of mine who happens to be in the medical field said, you know, it, it shouldn't take the coronavirus to practice good hygiene, you mm-hmm. know, washing your hands and, and just, you know, not touching your face. Uh, that's, that's how, you know, any, any virus is certainly transmitted. So just kind of, you know, don't, you know, if you're going to, if you're not feeling well, we're also encouraging our, our poll workers, our, our staff, and of course, voters, if you're not feeling well, don't come to the polling place. Don't don't put yourself in, in, in peril and put others in danger as well. Uh, do you think the region will have enough poll workers or do you think the shortage is going to be a problem? Well, we're doing, you know, we in elections, we always have uh, what's called a coup plan, a continuation of operations plan. And it, it, it factors in every possible scenario you can think of. Now, I confess, when we put this together and review it, often um, it's, you know, you don't expect to have the current, there was no such thing as the coronavirus 19 at that time. So, um, uh, we are losing poll workers, mm-hmm. and uh, which which we expect. We do have alternates for that reason, um, but we're we're down a sufficient number. And and I prior to um, the first confirmed case in Pasco County, I you know I, I reached out to my um, my management team, and uh, we have come up with alternate staffing models, and you know what were the minimum required to get the job done. And, and I reached out to our sheriff, Chris Naco, yeah. our county manager. And Biles and asked for help, and the sheriff has uh, has committed to help us out. And uh, the county administrator has um, is, is reaching out to county employees, and so we're hoping that'll that'll offset uh, the ones we're losing. So at this point, I, I think we'll be in good shape. Uh, we don't don't expect a tremendous turnout. We mm-hmm. generally don't have one for a presidential preference primary, and you know the model in Florida and for, for any election, quite frankly, we're seeing the model of two thirds of vote cast before election day with vote by mail early voting. So. We're going to do everything we can to 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 make a, a safe environment for the voters, and of course, get them in and out of there, and a safe environment for our poll workers as well. So the sheriffs will be filling in for some poll workers on Tuesday. 
Well, he's re- he's researching what he can do for us now. Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to completely commit, but uh, he's 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 provided some uh, committed for us resources to us. All right. Well, last question: Is there anything else you want people to know about voting on Tuesday? Other than you know, a polling place is no different than going to Publix, going to Walmart, um, going to a House of Worship. You know, it, it's we want everyone externally to come out and vote, and we're going to do everything we can to make it a you know a clean environment where there's not any danger of you know, getting sick or, or exposed. Um, but if, you know, I, I think of my mom who's elderly and has an underlying health condition and, uh, you know, she voted by mail um, and we would just use, ex- just tell voters that if they're not feeling well, um, just, just stay home. We, I would, this might be the only time else I've ever discouraged voting. Uh, and, and meaning if you're not feeling well, don't, don't come to the polling place. We don't want to, uh, have you exposed or others to be exposed. So just, and just use common sense. And this goes not just for election day, but any day we're, we're going to get through this together, but you can't wash your hands enough and just, you know, just be careful when you're, you know, just practice those common sense guidelines. And so that's pretty much all to say about that. Well, I really appreciate your time. I know you're so busy and you're going to continue to be busy until Tuesday and even after Tuesday. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast to talk about this important issue. No worries. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, that does it for today's episodes. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And as always, for the latest information on coronavirus in Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. We also created a Facebook group so you can easily find all of our reporting, ask questions, or share concerns. You can find a link to join that group in the description of this podcast. This has been Coronavirus in Florida. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.